It's Cory Doty. I'm back. It's been a while. You may have heard me before. I had a show for five years with anchors called Sex, Drugs, and How We Roll. It's been a little while since I have been creating content uh, of this sort, and I've been starting to feel like it might be time to come back. A lot has happened in the world since I last had a radio show, and I feel like the world and the way that people are listening to media and what people are looking for and the questions that we're asking, um, they're unique to this time. Uh, And also, they haven't come out of nowhere. They're questions that a lot of us have been asking and wondering and thinking and theorizing for quite a while. Um, I have a lot of brilliant and intelligent people in my life, and what I'm hoping to do with this series is to explore some of those questions that I've been thinking about for a long time, as well as some of the questions that people around uh, have been thinking about uh, and talk to talk to people about those questions. So uh, the first one that I'm hoping to explore is uh, this idea that came to me a number of years ago um, at Base Coast. And, you know, we're at the time of year right now when uh, many of us might any other summer uh, be packing up and heading out and um, you know finding ourselves at gatherings or festivals or some sort of like venue of transformation Uh, and that's you know a a big part of summer for a lot of people Um, that's not really happening this year or not in the same way Uh, you know depending on where you are in the world and you know what your own relationship to public health, community well-being, um, you know, whether you're urban or rural, etc. There's all kinds of things, but, um, you know, managing COVID risk means we're not having big festivals this summer, or at least most people who are paying attention to the fact that we're in a global pandemic are not having festivals. So we're not having the sort of uh, spaces that this question initially came out of. Um, but I think that all the more reason to uh, to explore everything that has come out of it since then, and some of the the depth that you know we can this summer we can get even deeper. So uh, the idea is one of eggs on a table. So I'll just illustrate for you where. This is all happening. So, the forest between the stages of Base Coast is a installation art gallery. There's all kinds of large, interactive pieces of art. At this moment, three people sit around a table which is in itself a glowing 3D model of Middle-earth. The conversation around the table is one of injustice. 
initially sparked from an incident, sexism and homophobia and transphobia and a coordinated desire for a response and a call in. While discussing how to go about this exact thing, a lot of the conversation was about how the people who, you know, wanted to bring this to the table as queer folks, as women, as brown folks, black folks, that, uh, you know, there were questions of safety and how will we keep ourselves safe while addressing the problematic behavior of people in our community who we care about and who we organize with and who we want to have working relationships with but who within our power structure just like have less barriers and more access and how do we have these hard conversations with people who have a different relationship to power and maybe a different perspective on what their power is or how they got it or what they do that upholds it uh because we, you know, we all have these huge areas that we, we just, our perspective doesn't allow us uh, to, to see that. But of course, when we're talking about power, and we're talking about speaking truth to justice, the issue of danger, just for being a whistleblower, just for being a truth speaker, um, you know, it's, there's, a, there's a question and a direction that I sort of went in that moment, which is, you know, like, why are we continuing to allow this? Why are we continuing to just leave these eggs on the table? Understanding the fragility of privilege as, uh, as eggs. Um, in a, you know, a metaphorical context, if we have something that is is fragile uh, if it's centered if it's if it's put on the table where we all have work to do um, it's going to be really hard for the work to happen uh, and to include everyone and for the you know the table to do what it needs to do as we're organizing a revolution people who are not going through the world with a sense of entitlement that the table where we're working and organizing is a place for their eggs have learned along the way that they are responsible for their fragility or they are responsible for their all, all kinds of things for for their existence their emotional labor for the the way that they exist <laughs> um, and a part of how whiteness and masculinity and heteronormativity, how, how these things operate um, is by giving us a sense of entitlement that the table is a place for our eggs. When in reality, there's lots of other work that we all need to be doing individually and collectively um, to make sure that there you know, are more appropriate places, whether that's a, a nest or you cook it for breakfast or you know you put it in the compost bin um you know throw it in the hard boiler uh but leaving and expecting 
the revolution to happen uh, while centering your fragility is just, that's unrealistic. That doesn't meet collective goals. Um, so obviously, you know, we're in a time right now where there are a lot of conversations about, um, you know, how we each relate to and engage in this labor of decentering. Um, so from that point, I feel, you know, it's important to state that like, you know, I am a person who from the outside, I access a lot of white male and sometimes even eh, occasionally straight white male privilege in the world. Um, most of those things are half truths and not accurate to my identity, but that doesn't mean that I don't access um, safety uh, and credibility in the world because of those things. Um, it's really important to me to do what I can to share any platform that I have access to or try to make uh, with a wide range of voices. I'm hoping that throughout the course of this series, um, exploring eggs on the table and better places to put them, uh, that will have the perspective of a lot of people about what their uh, relationship and process has been, um, you know, around their own personal emotional work in regards to the revolution. Um, and, you know, or just like recent things that have, you know, come up and that they've thought about uh, that, you know, sort of pertain to this. So um, I'm just going to, I'm going to put this out there and I'm going to send it uh, specifically to some of you who I would like to, uh, I'd like to book some time to record some conversations with uh, and discuss how how we move forward doing that. Um, but yeah, this is a it's a philosophy that was delivered to my brain uh, by way of LSD a few years ago that I think. I think it involves more investigation at this time, and I would like, uh, I would like to share in that process uh, with brilliant minds, uh, and in turn to create something that uh, that has the potential to to further cross pollinate. An exposing of additionally. I have heard some podcasts that are addressing some of the aspects of isolation uh, and the way that one of the things that we're really missing with each other is the ability to sit down and share food. Um, and given that we are talking about what is on the table, um, I would like to sort of balance some of this conversation that can be really heavy uh, and sort of to ground it and tie it to something um, that is absolutely inextricable from, uh, from who we are as individuals and how we relate um, in the world and how we, how we navigate in our organizing, which is um, what we are feeding ourselves um, and you know, what is on our table physically. Um, and so I think it would be really interesting, 
when having these conversations um, to also have some amount of the conversation um, be about sort of like what we are eating while we are recording, uh, each in our own respective places. Um, yeah, food and the ways that food and togetherness are a part of self-care and community care and the ways that some of our relationships to that have, um, you know, definitely been through a bit of a ringer over the past year. Um, you know, I think that having opportunities to gather even digitally uh, over the practice uh, of sharing food, even if we are not sharing the same food uh, in the same place, um, that, you know, we can kind of access that as a, as a thing that people have done for a really long time to sort of, uh, you know, ground us in the practice um, of having, uh, having rooted conversations. Um, and in my experience, like good, good food is always either actively a part of the conversations or, you know, leading in or following up. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about what is on the table. Uh, as well as, you know, how we show up in our best ways for the work ahead um, and how we can set up the work in such a way that uh, that it takes injustice and power and trauma and all of these things that impact who we are and how we show up for this work um, into consideration so that we can move towards... Um, you know, a better future or something. Yeah. We'll have fun. <laughs>